What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. We meet again. How great it is to be back and... I was having these thoughts a couple days ago and they really needed to make it onto a podcast episode because we always hear from different people what happiness is to them. And I've had some huge revelations over the course of the last year of what happiness truly means. It's not like you can just look up a definition and be like, yep, that is happiness for me. Everyone's happiness is so individualized. I've really learned to take note of what things truly bring happiness in life, what things do not, how culturally we are taught to chase after these ambitious dreams and goals and careers and lifestyles and even partners in order to be happy. But at the end of the day, when we have all those things and when we see so many people have all of the things they could ever desire or want, to be happy, and yet they are still not happy. What does the definition of happiness truly mean at that point? Because what we've been taught may not be what is our reality. This topic was originally sparked by my trip to Costa Rica in May for a friend's wedding. While traveling there, I noticed that the people who live there didn't have big extravagant houses. They didn't have lavish lifestyles. They had very minimal things, but you could tell that they were genuinely happy. And I wanted to dig deeper, really find out, okay, what is making these people so happy that so many of us in the U.S. cannot even accomplish with two or three times the amount of things, the amount of money, bigger houses, better cars. It really left me wondering, okay, well, why is there such a big gap in what creates happiness for people in countries like Costa Rica? Why people in the U.S. don't have that same sort of happiness? Or it's much harder to achieve that sort of happiness. And coincidentally enough, after that trip to Costa Rica, I picked up the book, The Art of Happiness. I had had it in my office for quite some time. And I thought, okay, well, this is the, exactly the right time for me to pick it up and start reading it. Wow, I am definitely going to have to attach a link to this book down below because there are some of the most valuable life lessons in here that cannot just be taught. Sometimes you have to really understand them from a different perspective. And the perspective of this book is from the Dalai Lama. Even if you do not practice the same religion that he does, even if you are not Buddhist, even if you are not a monk, there are so many principles that he teaches that are so valuable to our current society. And a lot of the times we don't see things the way that he does because we are in a Western society and he is not. So he sees things from an outside perspective. And I wanted to dive into some really great lessons that I learned from this book that I think can really help you understand what happiness means to you, what the art of happiness is. And I think that calling it art is great because it is sort of up to interpretation here, just like pieces of art and artwork. Some people find specific 
pieces of art to be extremely beautiful. Some people find pieces of art to be pretty ugly. Happiness is going to be the same. We don't all interpret it the same. There are definitely ways that we can truly find happiness from the inside out. The opening pages of this book really hit home because it says whether one believes in religion or not, whether one believes in the religion, in this religion or that religion, we are all seeking something better in life. So I think the very motion of our life is towards happiness. It's almost crazy in Western culture, the way we think of happiness, because it almost seems ungraspable. It's something that we can't quite reach. But at the end of the day, we're just reaching for the wrong things that don't truly add to our happiness. How do we figure out how to unlearn those and restructure the way that we actually view happiness? A surefire way of doing this is to understand that happiness is determined more by your own state of mind than external events. And external events, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, are like meeting the perfect partner, having the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect life, the perfect job. Because at the end of the day, those things are not always permanent. How does your mindset differ when you don't have those things and when you do have those things? Because you should be happy regardless of what you have. A great example of happiness based around income is given this scenario. So say your income suddenly jumps from 35,000 to 45,000. Does that make us happy? Well, soon we find out that we get used to that new income number and discover that we won't be happy again until we're making 10,000 more than what we're making now. We compare ourselves to others, no matter how much we make. And this comparison leads us to be dissatisfied because if your neighbor is making more than you, what does that say about your life? What does that say about your happiness? In order to combat this, there has been a ton of research done that shows that your level of satisfaction can definitely be enhanced by shifting your perspective and contemplating how things could be worse. I had this very moment of reflection a couple weeks ago, and the Census Bureau sent me a survey to do. And a lot of the questions were geared towards income, were geared towards being able to put food on your table, being able to pay your electricity bill, being able to support your family. It really put things into perspective because I can't say over the last year I've been in a position where I can't pay my electric bill or I can't buy groceries that I need from the store. And there's so many people out there who are in those situations. It really brings things into light that although your life may not be where you want it to be, it's also not where someone's else's life is that you also don't want to be in that position. Oftentimes, we can confuse happiness and pleasure and know they are not interchangeable. And when we think of a scenario like this, it's very easy to understand that pleasure does not always bring us happiness. Say I was offered a job somewhere else and the job I have now I love. I just don't like the traffic. The area is getting a little congested, but the job I would be taking elsewhere 
would be with a whole different clientele of people that I'm not necessarily super excited for, right? If you were to ask me, do I think that taking this job would bring me greater happiness or greater pleasure? My answer would be greater pleasure because it would be in a different area, but happiness, would I genuinely be happy with the job that I'm doing? No. And satisfaction from who I'm working with now is something that is so much more important than living in a different area and some of these small nuances that can be overlooked. I think when we put it into that picture, it's a lot easier to understand the differences between pleasure and happiness and how one does not necessarily bring us happiness. So the ultimate message here is we don't need more money. We don't need greater success or fame. We don't need the perfect body, the perfect mate right now. And at this moment, we have a mind, which is all the basic equipment we need to achieve complete happiness. So we've had the power all along. We really just have to cultivate positive mental states identify and help eliminate those negative mental states. And although this is probably one of the most difficult things to do, this is something that I work on day in and day out with my nutrition clients, with my personal training clients, because what sets people apart is really their mindset. And it has nothing to do with how much further ahead someone is because I promise you, your mindset towards a specific obstacle or a specific challenge is going to be what gets you from point A to point B. And that's what doesn't get people from point A to point B. If you see that person that you work with on a daily basis who can't stop complaining about the smallest little things, can't stop complaining about their significant other, can't stop complaining about the traffic, the weather. Eventually, you're training your mind to gravitate towards the negative. So if you could point out the positives in a given day, even though there are going to be negatives, and I'm not saying you should avoid those things because there is growth in facing those negatives. But if we train our minds to only focus on the negatives and not see the positives, Okay, it could be raining, but guess what? I have a car to get me somewhere and I have an umbrella in my car. Those are huge positives. So even though it's raining, there are other positives to be found. And once we condition our minds to find those positives, we then start seeing more positives. It is the law of attraction. You attract what you put energy into. If you put energy into the negative, you attract the negative. If you put energy into the positive, Therefore, you will attract the positive. We need to give our brains more credit than we do because guess what? We can practice new ways of thinking. We can reshape our own nerve cells and we can change the way our brains work. This is insane. When you think about how our small daily habits can lead to big changes, this is definitely one of them. So inner transformation begins with learning. So that's new input, which is going to be replacing the negative conditioning with positive conditioning. So the idea here is that you're training the mind for happiness. And then this idea of happiness becomes a very real possibility. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for something that is tangible, not this woo-woo concept. And I know a lot of people probably think of happiness as some unattainable goal, but 
clearly there are people out there who are happy. What is stopping you? Where is your mental block that is keeping you from truly being happy outside of these external factors? So if you take nothing else from this podcast other than shifting your perspective and shifting your thoughts from the negative to the positive, that is a huge step already. And you will be so delighted at how much better your life gets when these small thoughts can help transform your whole entire life. And I hope that you go get this book. I hope that you read this book and I hope that it seriously resonates with you the way that it has resonated with me and that you are open to some of the concepts in here because it is truly incredible how much your life can change when you choose to change your life. So until next time, I hope you all have a great Wednesday and be on the lookout for the next episode. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.